0: Hey, Caleb here. It's Tuesday, May 25th. The Audacious Generosity Show with Kevin White. This is the podcast helping you prosper from God's guidance and provision in your everyday lives. On Friday, June 4th, Kevin will be sharing a powerful message from God's Word entitled, God's Way of Others First. I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube, or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, June 4th. We'll see you there. Well, good morning,
1: everyone. This is Kevin White. If you're watching the show on YouTube, I am waving at you right now. I want to give you a warm welcome. Everyone in the USA, India, Thailand, Japan, Australia, Iran, all the way into Africa, we welcome each and every person to Audacious Generosity Show. Today's episode features an interview with my friend, Shay Sparks, who interviews me about my new book, Audacious Generosity, for her podcast, The Power of Investing in People podcast. Shay is an incredible leader, and I am in I am grateful that she took time out of her busy schedule to interview me for her podcast. And I wanted to just share a few excerpts of that interview. You'll want to go over to Shay's podcast for the entire episode, but let me just share a few excerpts with you for today's show. Thank you, Shay. Take it away.
2: What an amazing country that you were called to, right? you were, mm-hmm. That's your purpose is India. It's what, over a billion people? Yes. And most of the country, I believe, is is not Christians. They're right. either Hindu or mm-hmm. Muslims, right? Yes,
1: you got it. Mm-hmm.
2: And a friend of mine, well, he's a friend of a friend, so I'll call him my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a ministry that deals with just the upper third, the northern third of India, which as okay. you, as I'm sure you know, is more mountainous. Mm-hmm. And it goes into, you know, very frigid temperatures and things like that. So where in India are are you called to go?
1: Now we have long-term vetted partnerships all across north, south, east, west, even into northeast India, there in the foothills of the Himalayan mountains and up into the Himalayan mountains. But predominantly in mainland India, all across north, south, east, west.
2: Have you seen Christianity grow? in Mm -hmm. india
1: yeah yeah you're not going to hear about it in the media or statistically from the indian government but yes there is a hunger and thirst for god there there is a passion for a god that will actually speak to you in prayer we take it for granted the the whole christian faith that we've had passed on from generation to generation there most of the christians are first and second generation christians You know, most of their churches are 100 years or less old. The vast majority of churches in India are like 10 to 15 years old or younger. And so historically, the starting of new churches has always been the most effective means of evangelism. And that's what is happening in India, where uh, a believer will come to faith in, in Christ and begin to experience a call to ministry. Obviously, not every believer in India is a pastor or an evangelist or a missionary, but the Holy Spirit is really calling forth, answering. Jesus' prayer, you know, pray that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more laborers into the harvest field. And you see that happening in India. But you also see a respect for gospel workers among all believers. You can be a teacher and a lawyer, Christian business person, but they really understand a purpose that God has given them for the gospel. Yeah, as a mm-hmm. teacher, as a lawyer, as a business person.
2: Yeah. So it sounds like their ministry is literally being that business person, is being that teacher. Mm-hmm. Where ours is the opposite, right? We're the teacher, and then maybe we can minister to some one or two people, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of in reverse.
1: Yeah. I would say th- their, their conviction is gospel first. Mm. They really... Stand on that verse. What does it profit a person if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? And so they really want to be a genuine witness for Christ and a representation of the gospel. And it's not that they're dogmatic and pushing the gospel down people's throats, but they just realize that they are all of these careers and vocations for the sake of the gospel. And so it's spreading. We serve a God that reveals himself in the midst of human need. Christmas was all about that. Easter is all about that. The Old Testament, the New Testament, God has constantly been revealing himself in the midst of human need. And India is one of the neediest countries in the world. It is quickly developing. Everyone now has a cell phone in India, and the development is profound, but there's still human need. One just classic example is leprosy. We don't see leprosy in the USA. You're not going to find a leopard colony in the USA, but there's still a thousand in India. And the only reason is just their low standard of of sanitation, their resources to, to maintain proper sanitation. The lack of water is an incredible hardship all across India. Education is a higher priority today than ever before, but you still have the older generations that are severely undereducated and under-resourced. Medical care, dental care is just an incredible need all across India. There is a wealth that is developing in India, just like it's developing in the U.S., but there is nothing that's going to replace the generosity of, of Jesus Christ. The Hindu religion is never going to replace the generosity of Christ. The Muslim will never replace that. We that's one of the distinctions of, of the Christian faith is just the generosity of God. And so, you know, we have that problem even in the US, and we are considered a Christian nation in comparison to a country like India where the wealth continue to get wealthier and the poor are are still poor. And there's not that equality of wealth that the Bible really calls us to. And we see demonstrated in Acts chapter two. But in India, you really see see where the wealthy are getting wealthier and the poor are staying poor. And so it's really just like you see demonstrated in the bible it's those poor that are crying out for salvation the wealthy are as well but but those that are really struggling and hurting are are really finding that god is an ever present help in time of need and even 2020 was an incredible year of pain for india the mm-hmm. the the workers of india working in all the factories Hundreds of millions of workers in restaurants and factories, literally fired and unemployed as a result of the pandemic and forced to move out of factory owned homes, uh, housing and to had to walk hundreds of thousands uh, of miles back to villages all across India uh, to get back collectively many, many miles and uh, just uh, lots of death along the way and uh, lots of human suffering. And so it's in that environment that they really, you know, we come to a place of, quote, the end of ourselves, and we look up and, and begin to realize that there's a God of mercy that has so much to offer
0: to us in our time of need. Hey, it's Caleb. Kevin will be right back. I invite you to visit KevinWhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's book, Audacious Generosity, is an international bestseller. Audacious Generosity is available in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, and worldwide everywhere books are sold. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin loves to help people prosper from God's guidance and provisions. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Schedule Kevin today at KevinWhite.us Hey, it's Caleb. Make sure to visit GlobalHopeIndia.org and join thousands of people who pray, give and go. Global Hope India has over 20 years of missions experience in India Now everyone can go to India virtually on one of GHI's virtual mission teams. Over 1 billion people in India have never held a Bible. Most people in India lack access to even know about Jesus. Join Global Hope India in changing that. Go to globalhopeindia.org today to pray, give, go. Okay, now back to the show.
2: I just want to paint a picture for our listeners that, you know, in India, the water supply I've seen, I have friends that go there. So I've seen pictures where, and I haven't been there yet, but that will be on the horizon at some point.
1: Yes, let's do it.
2: They, there are pictures where there are cows standing in, you know, streams. And then there are people literally within, you know, a few feet drinking that water. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you say that poor stay poor, it's, it, it was compared to years ago as a caste society. Yes. Right. So there was only two, there was the poor and there was the rich and that was it. And it's such an, a beautiful thing to hear you talk about What you're doing and talk about generosity and so there's before we go into talking about your your book because you touched on generosity I have to ask because now I'm like curious because I know of that dichotomy between the rich and the poor and the caste society in, in India and being from the Midwest you know you walk into any corner there's a church a big beautiful building of a church and stained glass windows and probably some sort of a cross on top and all of that even you know mosques and things like that are huge and and bountiful here in the united states so what does a church look like a christian church look like in mm-hmm.
1: india yeah a very humble gathering not necessarily identified with walls and facility there are some beautiful churches in India but the vast majority are starting in homes they're starting small and they're continuing to grow and eventually they'll get some land and eventually they'll have a facility and the vast majority of if there are if there are ten thousand churches in India there's probably more but if there's ten thousand 950 of them are a concrete building that is probably 20 by 40 just a, a very simple structure that, that is now their church facility. And so long before the pandemic, when the churches globally shut down and a lot of other things shut down and churches had to figure out how to be present in their community outside of them inviting people to their Sunday services, the, the church in India was already what you might describe as the church without walls that was out in people's homes praying for them and and being at the crossroads of life with with people, when death occurred and when marriages occurred and graduations occurred and a new car would be bought. they would you know the pastor would come and pray blessings over that gift uh, from the Lord and different things like that always happening out out in the village. And a lot of pastors wouldn't necessarily get a salary like most of the pastors in the U.S. would get from their church, but their family would, you know, they would go and visit a family and take back some bags of greens and maybe a chicken and maybe a dozen eggs and things like that would Would be how the, the, the pastors of India would eat week in and week out. And so part of Global Hope India's opportunity has been to come alongside churches like that and to provide doctors and nurses and engineers and teachers and galore from the USA to come into those alongside of those churches and offer like free medical clinics, free dental clinics and free volleyball tournaments and different things mm-hmm. to to just provide opportunities for the gospel to go forth mm-hmm. and most of the time these would be into villages that would not allow a church so you know unfortunately there are religions that are pretty hostile to Jesus and, and to the gospel. And there are whole villages in India that would uh, really stone a pastor if he went and started street preaching like we might used, used to have seen in older times. That doesn't happen as much anymore because they've really become hostile to, to the gospel, we would say. And so taking these creative entries, offering them a volleyball clinic, offering them a free medical clinic and things like that they would welcome and we still get to go in with the christian testimonies we still get to pass out bibles we still get to pray prayers of salvation over them but it's not as a church building with a steeple coming into that village at that moment once god moves and faith begins to grow then eventually land is now acquired and a church will begin to be built but it really starts long before that, which is faith developing in the hearts of people.
0: Thank you for listening to the Audacious Generosity Show with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of audacious generosity from God Remembering the true generosity of God from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus.